Shalom. I'm Minister Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitney, but I'm not your conventional minister. The name of this podcast is Be Aware. Be aware of your thoughts. Each week, we will review self-realization tips using primarily biblical references through storytelling. We will reflect on our thoughts and become aware. I'm not a bully, so you say. Well, let's examine that closely. Not many people are exempt from being a bully. Because it is often done by the kindest of parents, teachers, friends, and even church leaders. Do you criticize other people's life choices ever? We live in a society where almost everybody takes some privilege to comment on another person's actions and lifestyles, often while ignoring the man, woman in the mirror, as sung by Michael Jackson. His purpose was to pass the message that we should not be judgmental, and it begins by looking at oneself. Matthew 7, 3 says the same thing. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eyes and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Criticism is a form of judgment, and you know what the good book says in Matthew 7, 1. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. So let's put our finger over our lips. It's important to note that not all criticism qualifies as bullying. Constructive criticism, that is carefully thought out criticism, considering all the implications involved and the effect that will possibly be endured by both parties, when asked for and offered in a respectful and helpful manner can be a beneficial and can be beneficial and contribute to personal growth and improvement of both parties. The key distinction behind this type of criticism lies in the well-meaning intention behind the criticism. The intention still is not the only consideration. It's a fine line between constructive criticism and bullying, and it's important that we remain constructive to avoid strained relationships, hurt feelings, conflict, arguments, a loss of trust, and reputation damage. The two damaging effects we'll look at here are hurt feelings and reputation damage. I am concerned most with toying with someone's feelings and ruining their reputation. This is when undue anguish is inflicted upon another individual. In other words, it is coming from an outside source. And if the perpetrator had held their fingers over their lips, the person who is affected might not have experienced anguish, at least not by them. Reputation damage can be ignited from one additional outside source or multiple sources, as in a social media explosion, causing a social media backlash. If your criticism or comment is made publicly or reaches a wide audience, it can impact someone's reputation and eventually your own conscience, because what goes around comes around. Others may begin to view you as nosy, judgmental, or disrespectful, which can harm your personal or professional image. 
Commenting on other people's lives can ruin other people's reputations and attract strong reactions from others, whether there is truth to their criticisms or not. Depending on the nature of the comment and the online community, you as well as the one targeted may face backlash, further criticism, and online harassment. So can you see how we all can play a role in bullying? Bullying involves a deliberate intention to hurt or belittle someone. If your criticism is aimed at undermining, degrading, lifting yourself up, or humiliating another person, it can be seen as a form of bullying. If at any time we find ourselves gossiping or judging, then we are guilty. Bullying is sometimes initiated in ignorance, that is naively not knowing the negative effects and ignoring not knowing the consequences. Sometimes jealousy and envy can play a role when we find ourselves gossiping or criticizing someone. Finally, there is usually a power imbalance when someone is criticizing or bullying. There's usually a power imbalance where the person doing the criticizing holds a position of power or authority over the person being criticized. The authority figure is anyone that holds a designated highest status, like an older sibling, a parent, a teacher, someone who studies, or a justice system authority. This power dynamic can make it difficult for the person being criticized to defend themselves or seek support or even grow. Also, there is a power imbalance when someone criticizes well-known public figures a lot. Those in the public or spotlight are the target, and usually those criticizing are hiding behind the media platform with their life not under the magnifying glass, at least to the ones they are criticizing. Repeated and targeted criticism is very prevalent in any society at any place in time. This persistent and targeted criticism is focused on what someone believes is another person's mistakes, flaws, weaknesses, ignorance, or vulnerabilities. It can have a detrimental impact on the self-esteem and overall well-being of the targeted person, sometimes causing them to experience serious mental issues. It can create an environment of unnecessary fear, anxiety, and constant scrutiny which aligns with the negative effects of associate, associated with bullying. Bullying is known to cause emotional distress, the bottom line, and criticism can be a potent source of such distress. Harsh or relentless criticism can lead to feelings of shame, embarrassment, sadness, or anger in the person being criticized, and once again can contribute to a negative emotional state. Bullying often involves isolating the person being targeted. Someone can feel ostracized. There's a time and place for constructive criticism by a right-thinking person. If you are in a position to offer constructive criticism, then do so. The Bible says in Proverbs 141.5, Let the righteous, and that's right-thinking, smite me in kindness and reprove me. That means if the reprover has right thinking thoughts, not holier than thou thoughts, then by all means consider the wisdom and follow suit if you agree. But if you have not put the work into having the credentials to offer criticism, then do not. 
even when it comes to criticizing yourself. Even if your intentions were not malicious, your words can still have a negative impact and cause emotional distress. And who would do that intentionally? So again, it's best to place our finger over our lips when it comes to commenting or criticizing someone else's apparent mishaps. After all, we don't know, we don't want them crying out for help to God to plead their cause against those that speak falsely against them. Finally, if you are overwhelmed because you've faced judgmental criticism and feel despair and are looking for comfort, remember Psalm 34, 18, which says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Peace and shalom.